0: Unless otherwise indicated, all scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Carol Stream, Illinois 60188. All rights reserved. Today is Tuesday, September 6th. My name is Bill and you are here with Bible in a Year with Bill. Today we're going to continue on day 249 of our journey through the Bible this year with Ezekiel chapters 29, 30, 31, and 32, and then we're going to finish off today's reading with Revelations chapter 11. So let's get right into it with Ezekiel chapter 29. On January 7th, during the 10th year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, turn and face Egypt and prophesy against Pharaoh, the king, and all the people of Egypt. Give them this message from the sovereign Lord. I am your enemy, O Pharaoh, king of Egypt, you great monster lurking in the streams of the Nile. For you have said, the Nile River is mine. I made it for myself. I will put hooks in your jaws and drag you out on the land with fish sticking to your scales. I will leave you and all your fish stranded in the wilderness to die. You will lie unburied on the open ground, for I have given you as food to the wild animals and birds. All the people of Egypt will know that I am the Lord, for to Israel you were just a staff made of reeds. When Israel leaned on you, you splintered and broke and stabbed her in the armpit. When she put her weight on you, you collapsed and her legs gave way. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will bring an army against you, O Egypt, and destroy both people and animals. The land of Egypt will become a desolate wasteland, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Because you said the Nile River is mine, I made it. I am now the enemy of both you and your river. I will make the land of Egypt a totally desolate wasteland from Migdal to Aswan, as far as the border of Ethiopia. For forty years not a soul will pass that way, neither people nor animals. It will be completely uninhabited. I will make Egypt desolate, and it will be surrounded by other desolate nations. Its cities will be empty and desolate for forty years, surrounded by other ruined cities. I will scatter the Egyptians to distant lands. But this is what the Sovereign Lord also says. At the end of the forty years I will bring the Egyptians home again from the nations to which they have been scattered. I will restore the prosperity of Egypt and bring its people back to the land of Pathros in southern Egypt from which they came. But Egypt will remain an unimportant minor kingdom. It will be the lowliest of all the nations, never again great enough to rise above its neighbors. Then Israel will no longer be tempted to trust in Egypt for help. Egypt's shattered condition will remind Israel of how sinful she was to trust Egypt in earlier days. Then Israel will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. On April 26, the first day of the new year, during the 27th year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, the army of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon fought so hard against Tyr that the warriors' heads were rubbed bare and their shoulders were raw and blistered. Yet Nebuchadnezzar and his army won no plunder to compensate them for all their work. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will give the the land of Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. He will carry off its wealth, plundering everything it has so he can pay his army. Yes, I have given him the land of Egypt as a reward for his work, says the Sovereign Lord, because he was working for me when he destroyed Tyre. And the day will come when I will cause the ancient glory of Israel to revive. And then, Ezekiel, your words will be respected. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 30. Excuse me. This is another message that came to me from the Lord. Son of man, prophesy and give this message from the sovereign Lord. Weep and wail for that day, for that for the terrible day is almost here, the day of the Lord. It is a day of clouds and gloom, a day of despair for the nations. A sword will come against Egypt, and those who are slaughtered will cover the ground. Its wealth will be carried away, and its foundations destroyed. The land of Ethiopia will be ravished. Ethiopia, Libya, Lydia, all Arabia, and all their other allies will be destroyed in that war. For this is what the Lord says... All of Egypt's allies will fall, and the pride of her power will end. From Migdal to Aswan, they will be slaughtered by the sword, says the sovereign lord. Egypt will be desolate, surrounded by desolate nations, and its cities will be in ruins, surrounded by other ruined cities. And the people of Egypt will know that I am the Lord when I have set Egypt on fire and destroyed all their allies. At that time, I will send swift messengers and ships to terrify the complacent Ethiopians. Great panic will come upon them on that day of Egypt's certain destruction. Watch for it. It is sure to come. For this is what the sovereign Lord says By the power of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, I will destroy the hordes of Egypt. He and his armies, the most ruthless of all, will be sent to demolish the land. They will make war against Egypt until slaughtered Egyptians covered the ground. I will dry up the Nile River and sell the land to wicked men. I will destroy the land of Egypt and everything in it by the hands of foreigners. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I will smash the idols of Egypt and the images at Memphis. There will be no rulers left in Egypt. Terror will sweep the land. I will destroy southern Egypt, set fire to Zoan, and bring judgment against Thebes. I will pour out my fury on Pelusium, the strongest fortress of Egypt, and I will stamp out the hordes of Thebes. Yes, I will set fire to all Egypt. Pelusium will be racked with pain. Thebes will be torn apart. Memphis will live in constant terror. The young men of Heliopolis and Bubastus will die in battle, and the women will be taken away as slaves. When I come to break the proud strength of Egypt, it will be a dark day for Tapanes too. A dark cloud will cover Tapanes, and its daughters will be led away as captives. And so I will greatly punish Egypt, and they will know that I am the Lord. On April 29th, during the 11th year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. His arm has not been put in a cast so that it may heal. Neither has it been bound up with a splint to make it strong enough to hold a sword. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am the enemy of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. I will break both of his arms, the good arm along with the broken one, and I will make his sword clatter to the ground. I will scatter the Egyptians to many lands throughout the world. I will strengthen the arms of Babylon's king and put my sword in his hand. But I will break the arms of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he will lie there, mortally wounded, groaning in pain. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon while the arms of Pharaoh fall useless to his sides. And when I put my sword in the hand of Babylon's king and he brings it against the land of Egypt, Egypt will know that I am the Lord. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations, dispersing them throughout the earth. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 31. On June 21st, during the 11th year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, give this message to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and all his hordes. To whom would you compare your greatness? You are like mighty Assyria, which was once like a cedar of Lebanon with beautiful branches that cast deep forest shade and with its top high among the clouds. Deep waters watered it and helped it to grow tall and luxuriant. The water flowed around it like a river, streaming to all the trees nearby. This great tree towered high, higher than all the other trees around it. It prospered and grew long, thick branches because of all the water at its roots. The birds nested in its branches, and in its shade all the wild animals gave birth. All the great nations of the world lived in its shadow. It was strong and beautiful with wide-spreading branches, for its roots went deep into abundant water. No other cedar in the garden of God could rival it. No cypress had branches to equal it. No plane tree had boughs to compare. No tree in the garden of God came close to it in beauty. Because I made this tree so beautiful and gave it such magnificent foliage, it was the envy of all the other trees of Eden, the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Because Egypt became proud and arrogant, and because it set itself so high above the others, with its top reaching to the clouds, I will hand it over to a mighty nation that will destroy it as its wickedness deserves. I have already discarded it. A foreign army, the terror of the nations, has cut it down and left it fallen on the ground. Its branches are scattered across the mountains and valleys and ravines of the land. All those who lived in its shadow have gone away and left it lying there. The birds roost on its fallen trunk, and the wild animals lie among its branches. Let the tree of no other nation proudly exult in its own prosperity, though it be higher than the clouds, and it be watered from the depths. For all are doomed to die, to go down to the depths of the earth. They will land in the pit, along with everyone else on earth. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. When Assyria went down to the grave, I made the deep springs mourn. I stopped its rivers and dried up its abundant water. I clothed Lebanon in black and caused the trees of the field to wilt. I made the nation shake with fear at the sound of its fall, for I sent it down to the grave with all the others who descend to the pit and all the other proud trees of eden the most beautiful and the best of lebanon the ones whose roots went deep into the water took comfort to find it there with them in the depths of the earth its allies too were all destroyed and had passed away they had gone down to the grave all those nations that had lived in its shade o egypt to which of the trees of eden will you compare your strength and glory you too will be brought down to the depths with all these other nations you will lie there among the outcasts who have died by the sword this will be the fate of pharaoh and all his hordes i the sovereign lord have spoken ezekiel chapter thirty two On March 3rd, during the 12th year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, mourn for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and give him this message. You think of yourself as a strong young lion among the nations, but you are really just a sea monster, heaving around in your own river, stirring up mud with your feet. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will send many people to catch you in my net and haul you out of the water. I will leave you stranded on the land to die. All the birds of the heavens will land on you, and the wild animals of the whole earth will gorge themselves on you. I will scatter your flesh on the hills and fill the valleys with your bones. I will drench the earth with your gushing blood all the way to the mountains, filling the ravines to the brim. When I blot you out, I will veil the heavens and darken the stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give you its light. I will darken the bright stars overhead and cover your land in darkness." I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. I will disturb many hearts when I bring news of your downfall to distant nations you have never seen. Yes, I will shock many lands, and their kings will be terrified at your fate. They will shudder in fear for their lives as I brandish my sword before them on the day of your fall. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will destroy your hordes with the swords of mighty warriors, the terror of the nations. They will shatter the pride of Egypt and all its hordes will be destroyed. I will destroy all your flocks and herds that graze beside the streams. Never again will people or animals muddy those waters with their feet. Then I will let the waters of Egypt become calm again and they will flow as smoothly as olive oil, says the sovereign Lord and when i destroy egypt and strip you of everything you own and strike down all your people then you will know that i am the lord yes this is the funeral song they will sing for egypt let all the nations mourn let them mourn for egypt and its hordes i the sovereign lord have spoken On March 17th, during the twelfth year, another message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, weep for the hordes of Egypt and for the other mighty nations, for I will send them down to the world below in company with those who descend to the pit. Say to them, O Egypt, are you lovelier than the other nations? No, so go down to the pit and lie there among the outcasts. The Egyptians will fall with the many who have died by the sword, for the sword is drawn against them. Egypt and its hordes will be dragged away to their judgment. Down in the grave, mighty leaders will mockingly welcome Egypt and its allies, saying, They have come down. They lie among the outcasts, hordes slaughtered by the sword. Assyria lies there, surrounded by the graves of its army, those who were slaughtered by the sword. Their graves are in the depths of the pit, and they are surrounded by their allies. They struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they have been slaughtered by the sword elam lies there surrounded by the graves of all its hordes those who were slaughtered by the sword they struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere but now they have descended as outcasts to the world below now they lie in the pit and share the shame of those who have gone before them They have a resting place among the slaughtered, surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. Yes, they terrorized the nations while they lived, but now they lie in shame with others in the pit, all of them outcasts, slaughtered by the sword. Meshach and Tubal are there, surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. They once struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they are outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. They are not buried in honor like their fallen heroes who went down to the grave with their weapons, their shields covering their bodies and their swords beneath their heads. Their guilt rests upon them because they brought terror to everyone while they were still alive. You too, Egypt, will lie crushed and broken among the outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. Edom is there with its kings and princes, mighty as they were. They also lie among those slaughtered by the sword with the outcasts who have gone down to the pit. All the princes of the north and the Sidonians are there with others who have died. Once a terror, they have been put to shame. They lie there as outcasts with others who were slaughtered by the sword. They share the shame of all who have descended to the pit. When Pharaoh and his entire army arrive, He will take comfort that he is not alone in having his hordes killed, says the Sovereign Lord. Although I have caused his terror to fall upon all the living, Pharaoh and his hordes will lie there among the outcasts who were slaughtered by the sword. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. The Book of Revelations, Chapter 11 Then I was given a measuring stick, and I was told, Go and measure the temple of God and the altar, and count the number of worshippers. But do not measure the outer courtyard, for it has been turned over to the nations. They will trample the holy city for forty-two months. And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will be clothed in burlap, and will prophesy during those one thousand two hundred and sixty days." These two prophets are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of all the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire flashes from their mouths and consumes their enemies. This is how anyone who tries to harm them must die. They have power to shut the sky so that no rain will fall for as long as they prophesy, and they have the power to turn the rivers and oceans into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they wish." When they complete their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the bottomless pit will declare war against them, and he will conquer them and kill them. And their bodies will lie in the main street of Jerusalem, the city that is figuratively called Sodom, and Egypt, the city where their Lord was crucified. And for three and a half days, all peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will stare at their bodies. No one will be allowed to bury them. All the people who belong to this world will gloat over them and give presents to each other to celebrate the death of the two prophets who had tormented them. But after three and a half days, God breathed life into them and they stood up. Terror struck all who were staring at them. Then a loud voice from heaven called to the two prophets, come up here, and they rose to heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched. At the same time, there was a terrible earthquake that destroyed a tenth of the city. Seven thousand people died in that earthquake, and everyone else was terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second terror is past, but look, the third terror is coming quickly. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices shouting in heaven, The world has now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The twenty-four elders, sitting on their thrones before God, fell with their faces to the ground and worshipped him. And they said, We give thanks to you, Lord God, the Almighty, the one who is and who always was. For now you have assumed your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were filled with wrath, but now the time of your wrath has come. It is time to judge the dead and reward your servants, the prophets, as well as your holy people, and all who fear your name. From the least to the greatest, it is time to destroy all who have caused destruction on the earth. Then, in heaven, the temple of God was opened, and the ark of his covenant could be seen inside the temple. Lightning flashed, thunder crashed and roared, and there was an earthquake and a terrible hailstorm. So, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless the reading of your word today. And thank you, Lord, for helping me make it through there. I, I thought I was going to lose my voice there for a bit. But, Lord, thank you for your word. And thank you, my friends, for joining me today on Bible in a Year with Bill. I hope to see you tomorrow, and I hope my voice is a little better, too. <laughs> All right. Take care now.